Welcome back to another episode of This Morning with Life and Annuities. Grab a cup of coffee, kick back, and relax as your hosts Randy Pearson and Brady Doppler of the Gordon Marketing Life and Annuities team discuss how you can take your life and annuities sales game to the next level. Stay in the loop with everything we do by subscribing wherever you're listening and by checking out our show on YouTube, Selling Life and Annuities, on the Gordon Marketing YouTube channel. Hey everybody, it's Randy Pearson, Vice President of Life and Annuities for Gordon Marketing. And Brady Doppler, National Life and Annuity Marketer here at Gordon Marketing. Hey, listen, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. You know, it's kind of a new experience for us here at Gordon Marketing, and especially for an old timer like me, you know, podcasts. I, you don't listen <laughs> to any podcasts? I, I listen to books on tape, and I can <laughs> barely get to those, right? Where to find a podcast, but I'm learning. So, hey. you know, hey, I'm listen, Brady, t- so today I thought it would be great if we had a dialogue about some of the industry changes, right? Some of the things that are going on in the world today that are affecting life and annuity sales, um, uh, some of them uh, outside of the industry, some of them within the industry. What do you think? Sound good? Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. I, I can kick us off here. Um, you know, I, I want to go out on a limb here and say how, how terrible that COVID virus was when it when it struck us and it all hit us like a ton of bricks right working from home and not being able to be close to anybody and and uh really quarantining inside of your house but you know the one good thing that i think did come out of covid um it helped the insurance business i think to to a young producer like myself i think it helped us so yeah and i would agree i think there i think certainly Within the industry, there were some issues that took place um, logistically, right? For example, it's so it's so crazy to think back on it, right? I mean, 2020, when the proverbial, you know what, hit the fan, right? I distinctly remember we had our Life and Annuity Expo in... Um, and there were rumors it, going around. Yeah. I mean, everybody Whispers. was talking about this illness. And, and, you know, so our expo, if I recall correctly, was like March 5th of 2020. And, um, the day of the event, I mean, we typically will have 225 to 240 agents show up to that event and the, the, the folks, the agents advisors trickling in just seemed awfully light. Mm -hmm. Right. And I remember it was, um, it was out there, right. People, people knew of the, of the virus. The fear was starting to fester. Right. And, and I distinctly remember chatting with some of the folks, um, our carriers and vendors and some members of the team. Hey guys, do you really think that our attendance is lower because of this COVID thing? I mean, could that really be a reality? In retrospect, uh, you know, I think that, you know, it definitely was right. And, and, but my point is this, so that was our, my first glimmer of the effect of COVID on our business. And it wasn't, but a couple of weeks later, like maybe two weeks later, suddenly uh, we got the word that we had to vacate the office. We were shutting it down and everybody went home to work remotely. Yeah. And boom. I'm, here we are like 21 months later or no, excuse me, 18 months later, yeah. 19 months later. And it's it's still around, right? It's it's still around. Um, the questions, right? I mean, it's like you get the the call or everybody gets assembled and it's like, Hey, everybody, we're going to shut the office down. You got to go work from home. All right. Well, that's easy to say, but how do you do it? Right. I mean, 
um, communication, phones, meetings. And I wish I would um, have uh, invested in Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, when, when all this was happening. Um, you know, Zoom, I didn't really even know really what. You know, I, I was like a Skype guy, right? Yeah, and, sure. And Skype kind of like just fell off the face of the earth, it seemed like, and everybody switched to Zoom. Yeah. I wish I would have put, you know, I, I am a gambling man, by the way. Um, wish I would have put <laughs> 20 bucks on it and see what it was worth now. But. Yeah. And we are an all now Zoom experts, right? Oh. We're all now Zoom experts. But uh, so certainly the, 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 you know, the effects of COVID on the way we do business every day. Uh, and by the way, um, carriers and how the carriers did the same thing. They sent everybody home. So, um, you know, new business processors, underwriters, commission departments, all those folks at the carriers that help process the business, make sure that agents get paid, make sure organizations like Gordon Marketing get paid. They're all now working from home and trying to figure out how to make that happen. And the yeah. delays and the problems that occur, yeah. I mean... It was really super impactful. It was in a negative way. Yeah, I mean that certainly was um, a negative aspect of the virus, right? When I when I said earlier that overall it was a positive change, right? I think it forced a lot of us to maybe start doing some things that we weren't familiar with, right? I agree. Like such as Zoom calls, yeah. such as doing an e application. To some of us, that may sound silly, right? Oh, right. who doesn't know how to do an e app? But trust me. Um, agents before the virus, um, not min not not a large percentage of our applications that we received uh, were were via e app, and every app that was submitted on paper, um, let's let's just put a figure on it. Ninety six percent of the paper applications that were submitted here at Gordon Marketing were not in good order. Yeah, right. I couldn't agree more. And Absolutely. so the change in that aspect of forcing a producer to make changes, right? To have become a, more efficient, become right? way more efficient, right? Do an e-app, an app that you cannot mess up, right? It will yeah. not let you submit it if you, if you, um, forget to check a box, right? Absolutely. Um, it was, it was a, it was a big change and, and us as mar on the marketing side of things, you know, that was a huge help to us. And even, uh, you know, I did some personal sales during the COVID situation, even, even as a, independent producer, your business goes through faster, right? The carrier um, starts to review the application faster. The underwriting um, can make quicker decisions. You get your compensation faster and the client gets coverage faster, right? And then from that initial forced change from, from the independent insurance agents has spawned a, <laughs> a new generation of insurance in general. Right, yeah. life insurance in general. From that, I mean, just in the past, let's say two months, um, I've heard of three different carriers releasing an instant approval term product. Right? Yeah, yeah, and that amazing. that really wasn't around before the COVID situation. It was do an app, wait your four, five, six weeks, and then you'll get some coverage. Right yeah. now, you, you you'll know if your client gets accepted before the app almost simultaneously as you hit submit. Yeah. Right. You know, Brady, one of the things that I, that are in retrospect and, and certainly I'm knocking on wood as I say this, hopefully we are, you know, seeing the COVID scenario and its negative impacts on our business and our society as a whole start to circle the drain. Once again, keeping our fingers crossed, but look, I mean, um, the, 
the simple fact that the American consumer is now much more aware of their own mortality, right? As you said a few moments sure. ago, right? Hundreds of thousands of Americans, millions of people around the world died as a result of COVID. And you can't live through that without a better understanding or coming to grips with your own mortality and hopefully, therefore, your need for life insurance to protect uh, your loved ones, the people you care about in your lives, as well as um, resolve issues like your personal debt, right? Yeah. If something were to happen to you. So, you know, when we went into COVID and and I started to realize, wow, this has, this is going to have a huge negative impact on our business. Um, my first thought was, oh my gosh, you know, consumers aren't going to be making the money like they were previously. So perhaps not able to pay their premium. Um, can we get cases underwritten? Uh, and we didn't really experience that, right? I mean, in my no. uh, review no. of our numbers, we've not seen a dramatic amount of business fall off the books. And I can only think that the the only reason for that is that the consumers out there realized how important it was to have that life insurance in place. Because yeah. what if it happened to me? Oh, right? yeah. Right? I mean, you totally being the numbers guy, right? The head of the snake here at uh, what is Gorda Marketing. You know, when you're reviewing the numbers and you don't see a change, obviously that reflects well on your employees, right? Um, and being an employee, I can tell you that not only did conversations, you know, not decrease, they increased. Yeah, right? yeah. And it goes back to your point of people, what a wake-up call for yeah. consumers, right? Um, you have this deadly virus going around and, and there for a minute, right, carriers didn't even know what to do, right? Okay, what will they issue? Will they not issue a policy? How long do you have to wait? What what's yeah. going on here? And so it was a it was a hurdle. Um, but I had that conversation so many times with producers that, you know, my my work activity definitely increased from you guys talking the independent insurance agents out there inquiring about that. Right. Yeah. So I, I know that our agents were out having that conversation. Um, going back to my point, COVID yeah. brought a good thing to the business. Right? Yeah. Increased conversations. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. You know, your points are valid, right? Uh, increased use of technology in improving efficiencies, better communication. Um, and, and the point that I made increased awareness and the value that consumers place on life insurance, all positive things. So, you know, uh, I think we're definitely in a glasses half full kind of environment as it relates to COVID, especially now that, as I said earlier, it's starting to circle the drain. But, you know, over the last 12 or 18 months, um, some advisors perhaps may have not um, been 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 aware of or, or kept in tune with some of the other industry changes that uh, have taken place, um, most importantly within, you know, the life insurance uh, segment and, and some of the changes that the NIC has made. You know, for example, there are these new 7702 regs that have come out that have forced carriers to reprice all their products, right? I mean, I think every carrier's done now, right? Every carrier is in compliance now. So Allianz was the last to jump on board there. Of the carriers that we do business with, right. I think you're right. absolutely correct. Right. You know, there, who knows? There might be uh, a few stragglers. I think the reality is, is that there's maybe a month or a month and a half left. Uh, before carriers are are, are going to be forced to be in compliance, so um, I, I can't imagine who might be straggling out there. But but you know the fact of the matter is that I, I talk to agents all the time, and I think most of them 
are really unfamiliar with oh, yeah. uh, these new regulations and the impact that they're going to have on products that they sell to their clients. Yeah, you know, we're already seeing changes in that arena, right? As we said, pretty much everybody's done. Um, good for the, I mean, the changes, good for the consumer overall, I would say, right? Um, definitely products illustrating better yeah. now that these changes have taken place. So more it's potential, a, right? More yeah. potential um, with the modifications to the product that allow more uh, income solves, right? Bigger right. income solves, more accumulation potential inside of these products by keeping that death benefit so low. It's uh, it's quite a good change for us. Well, you know, I, I would agree. And it really, I, I, I think ultimately it depends on the objective sure. of the consumer, oh, sure. right? Um, you know, if you're buying life insurance solely for its original intended use, that being the death benefit, then, um, you know, the fact that we're in this and really what these 7702 rules are predicated on are this continuing low interest rate environment we've been in, right? I mean, you know, I remember a decade ago, people were saying, oh, we've reached the bottom. There's no way rates are going to go lower. And what have they done? Continued to go lower. And frankly, there's no end in sight. I mean, who knows when and if rates are going to go up, go up dramatically, if at all. And it's really forced carriers to change the way they design and structure products. And, and it does impact consumers, right? I mean, your dollars go to an insurance carrier and the carrier does what with them? They put them in um, conservative bond portfolios that just simply aren't throwing off the kind of sure. rates of return that they were 20 years ago. Sure. But, um, I, I would definitely encourage uh, all the independent insurance agents out there listening. You know, if you're not familiar with these changes, if you want to see how it impacted, right, the, these changes impacted your favorite product or your next sale opportunity, please reach out to us, right? We can have yeah. that conversation all day long. We can run you quotes, illustrations all day long, um, and show you the, the impact that it had, right? Yeah. Um, I think as an independent insurance agent, your story got stronger. Right? Yeah, listen, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, I, and this is one of those, I'm so glad you said what you just said because it, 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 it uh, brings to mind um, something that I'm really proud of. And that is members of uh, my team, our team here at Gordon Marketing within the life insurance segment, folks like you, Brady, Craig Mira, Ray Parman, all super smart guys as it relates to product and with a ton of skill at helping the advisor delineate between which product might be good in a particular situation, what carriers products responded favorably to the new 7702 regs and which perhaps didn't. And, and it's impossible. It really truly for an independent advisor out there um, working on their own or in a small group, it is very difficult if not impossible for them to have access to all the information that we do that can help them decide, should I sell company A, B, or C, right? Well, you said a key word there, have access to information, right? It, it's, I, I would go to say that it's impossible for anybody in this industry to have a 100% memorization of all the correct paths to go to. Right. Yeah. It, it's totally impossible. You, there's no way that somebody can remember all the different carriers, all their products, all their niches, all their loan rates, all their par rates. It, it, it's totally impossible. Yeah. Right. You need to have somebody like us, like Gordon Marketing, 
to have access to that information, right? Yeah. We have that information. You guys don't need to remember it, right? The only reason that I that I think I would dare to say that I know better than I know these things better than say your average producer out there is because I do it every day, right? I, yeah. That's what I'm constantly involved with. Yeah. And and for a producer out there who's who's not maybe doing the research every day or having to run different carriers every day, right? It, it, we want you guys to focus on your clients, yeah. not who's got the best par and loan rates. Right? Yeah. That's, that's our job, right? Yeah. Let us do that digging for you. You know, it reminds me of the phrase that, you know, it's not what you know, but who you know. Uh, of course. And as long as those advisors know us and have access to folks like you and Ray and Craig, then, then they know where they can get the information that they need. Right? Yeah. I think um, that's a, that's a good segue into kind of, if, if you're not familiar with what a, what an FMO does, right? My, I would say my main job responsibility is to field calls from you guys, field calls from the independent insurance agents of, I have a person who wants to buy life insurance, right? And we will we will literally work it from square one, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, what's the goal of the sale, right? How, what's their budget look like? What, what's, what, what are we trying to accomplish here? And then we will direct you down the right path, right? Yeah. So, you know, you could be, brand new to life insurance and you come approach me and says, my next door neighbor wants to buy life insurance. I don't even know where to start. We will have that conversation from beginning to end and I will make sure that you get paid on yeah. a piece of business. Yeah. Right. You know, we started off this segment talking about industry changes and, and then we dove into COVID. And I think one of the byproducts of COVID, certainly I threw out the word cocooning, right? That a lot of our society has, um, uh, ad adapted and adopted this this mentality and this lifestyle of cocooning, which has made it really difficult for agents um, to get in front of clients, get in front of prospective clients uh, in the same way they could in 2019 and before. So I, when we talk about changes, I'd like to throw out here before we run out of time that, you know, we have worked really hard, um, um, particularly over the last couple of years at coming up with marketing ideas, sales strategies, programs that can help agents get in front of more consumers. And, um, you know, I, I look back and you were, you were mentioning once again, the, the positives that came out of COVID. I think our um, initiatives and ingenuity, as well as seeking partnerships and relationships at helping advisors accomplish that most critical of, of, of needs, and that is the need to get in front of more people, um, we've handled that rather effectively. So yeah. with your, say it again, how many years have you been in the business? Pushing 35. What's you your, keep reminding me of what's, that. Why is that, right? Why is that? <laughs> oh, man. Um, what is your best lead, right? When you were a producer, right, what is the person that you went to spoke uh, went and spoke to that you had an opportunity with, how did you uncover it? And what was your, I know I'm going to close this sale. Who is that? Person? Well, I mean, you know, look, when I got in the business as a young 20 something, right. I mean, um, I remember when I got in the business, I got my first cell phone, right. And, and I distinctly recall purchasing it and unwrapping it, taking it out of the box. And I just thought, wow, I'm a superstar. Set it down right? on the desk. I'm ready to rock and roll, you know. <laughs> And, um, uh, but I, but I just say that to kind of date me as well. Right. It's, it was a long time ago when I got in the business, 
once again, as a 20 something, first thing you do is try to tackle your natural market, right? The people, you know, and the people they know, how can we help them? And I was fortunate in that I had a lot of folks who were invested in my success and allowed me to come out and sit down with them and talk to them about their needs and sell them some life insurance. But at some point you run out of those people, right? At some point, you know, your, your, your natural market, your sphere of influence becomes exhausted. And then who are you going to talk to? Right. And, and what I did in, in my first year or two in the business to help me get through was I worked in the mortgage protection space. Uh, you know, I, you know, once again, this is back in the age of dot matrix printers and stuff, right? Decreasing and, um, terms. And, well, you know, we, uh, here's the funny thing in, in my first, um, the first carrier that I represented, I have three whole life products and two term products, a 15 and a 20 year level, no, excuse me, a 10 and a 20 year level, level term products. Sure. And by the way, folks, I got paid as earned, right? There was no advancing back then. So if one of my buddies who just bought a new house, 20-something, bought a $150,000 house, and he decided to buy a $150,000 10-year-level term product that had an annual premium of $180, right? I made a whopping eight or nine bucks a month from that sale, right? It was crazy. But So it's all about volume for me back then. It was like trying to get in front of more people. And I did it through this mortgage protection space. And and so, look, I I just developed a a system of sending out mailers, right? There was no email back then. So I sent out mailers hoping to get reply cards back. And then I picked up the phone and I called them, right? And and tried to set up appointments to go out and see those folks. And and I oftentimes would have three three meetings, in an evening, I'd have a five o'clock, a seven o'clock. And if I could get the people to see me, I'd have a nine o'clock meeting so I could get out and see those folks in an attempt to try to to sell five, six, seven policies on a weekly basis. So everything you just said there, right? Getting the mailers, contacting these clients has really been dwindled down now to logging into a website, putting in your credit card and starting to call. Right. Exactly. You have these companies out there, and, and we're associated with them, where you can log into your agent portal with a mortgage protection lead vendor. You can purchase the leads from your own county, right? Yes. And you can purchase them in different levels. Do you want the high-quality $40 lead, or do you want the one that hasn't been called in the last six months, and you're only going to spend six bucks? Right. And that's my that's my point exactly, right? These industry changes. We've got we've got technology. We've got tools. We've got mechanisms and methodologies that are so much more effective at helping advisors get in front of prospective clients. And and frankly, to be honest with you, Brady, what disappoints me is that so many agents we work with don't seek out those resources from us. They're out there struggling, right? They're in the ocean trying to stay afloat, and we've got the life raft, and they won't yell for it, right? Right. They won't ask us for it, right? right? So we spend a lot of time trying to throw it to them. Exactly. Hey, here's a... And then they don't take it. Yeah. It's what just a great crazy. analogy. Yeah. I it, mean, um, you can almost, in our sort of situation as a marketing organization, sometimes you just want to pull your hair out, right? Yeah. Why is this not blowing up, right? Yeah. Why am I not so backed up with work from this specific sales concept or lead program or whatever? You know, like you said, you're trying to get producers to grab this raft, and it's 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 difficult. Yeah. So, I mean, if you are somebody out there who is looking for a life raft to grab, right? We we have one. Right? Absolutely. You could not even be struggling in this arena. You could be a multi-millionaire producer who just needs to get in front of new clients 
Or you could be an agency owner, right? You hire a few downline agents to come in and to put their business through you. You help them along the way and you need to get them in front of new people, right? Yeah. Not only can your new agent contact us and inquire about this, we can we can literally come to you and help set up a program, right? Yeah. We, we would help you set something up to help your downline agents and yourself become more successful. Yeah, you know, I, I love what you just said there. Not just because of what you said, but how you said it. You know, your enthusiasm... I appreciate so much, right? For an old timer in the business, having a conversation with a new guy, a newer guy in the business, a young guy in the business, the new guy. you got five or six years under your belt, but a young guy in the business, it is so exciting for me to see the excitement and the enthusiasm in your voice. And, and the fact that both of us are, um, almost begging agents <laughs> call us, you know, it's like Jerry Maguire said, uh, uh, let us help me help you. Right. And help what, us. What year did that movie come help out? you? I don't know. Don't even <laughs> ask. Right. But, uh, in any event, Hey, listen, right. We we've kind of exhausted our time for today, but uh, you know, Brady, I'll speak for Brady and I, uh, you know, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you tuning into our podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in next Monday for a new episode. We'll look forward to chatting with you then. Check us out on YouTube. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for more content in the meantime, you can subscribe to us on Gord Marketing's YouTube channel, where we host our weekly show, Selling Life and Annuities, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Consider sharing this with other agents you know that might be interested in growing their business. Interact with the podcast by clicking the link in the description to leave a voicemail or submit any questions you would like the host to answer in future episodes. This Morning with Life and Annuities is hosted by Randy Pearson and Brady Doppler of Gordon Marketing and produced by Family Goat Multimedia Studio. Tune in next Monday for more great advice in life and annuities.